Thursday, August 16th, we talk about the Cubs getting their own TV channel, NFC over-unders. What's the gayest thing you've done in recent memory? And who the heck is this boat guy on the Cubs? We find out today. Let's get right into it. So first, I was just doing some little research this week, and I kind of noticed it, and I've seen it tossed around in the offseason, but not much coverage now. But I was not doing anything a couple nights ago, so I was researching it. The Cubs deal with WGN, ABC, and NBC Sports all end after 2019. Huh. And, <laughs> I was right. Interesting. Crane Kenny's already announced that the Cubs want their own TV channel. So if you... Don't know what that means. Think of Yes Network for the Yankees. The Dodgers own their own TV channel, which has been a clusterfuck. But the Yankees is the perfect model. Them, and I believe it is the New York Rangers during hockey season, all their games are played on Yes. You can't find them anywhere else. So what does this mean for you, the fan? It means in two years, you can't just turn on 7-9 or whatever you have, Comcast, and think, oh, the Cubs are going to be here. You're going to have to buy... This personal channel. That does sound bad. But what it does mean is the Cubs are going to rake in a fucking boatload of money. This year, through my research, they got about $65 million off TV and broadcasting. For a comparison, the Dodgers made $300 million off TV deals and the Yankees made a good old one fifty. That's an extra $90 million that the Cubs can spend at hand. Give Theo Epstein $90 million, he'll do anything. He will kick some ass with a moon. 90 mil. He'd fly it to the moon with 150 he'll, mil. He's already built a World Series roster from nothing. And now you just give him 90 million right when Nolan Arenado, Bryce Harper, May Machado, they're all about to be free agents soon? Hmm. Oh, hmm. perfect timing. Interesting. Theo's about to build the Taj Mahal we, of baseball. We're going from the lovable losers to rich northern city scum. And I absolutely love it. I want to be hated. I'm here for it. Bring the hate here. Before I say anything, I just want to mention how professional the introduction was. The way you, the way you lowered the volume and then started talking over. That was some. The, was folks, great. the folks at home. It's taking practice. The folks at home didn't see that, but let me tell you, that was some great A stuff. If it was, anyone's it was gonna very be, smooth. Very couldn't be smoother if you tried. I smooth, think, smooth like butter. If anyone's gonna complain, I don't know if that's how it would work. Like you pay extra money, like just for the channel. Mm, I'm, sure, I'm sure TV packages might just have it or whatever. So if anyone's gonna bitch about that, it's all going towards the greater good, so we can get like Bryce Harper's or Manny Machado's, or I. This is like never been mentioned before. This is breaking news. But could you well, not breaking news? But could you imagine if we if the Cubs like somehow got Francisco Lindor? Oh, I just I just him and Javi are best friends. Oh, you know, just like Harp, just like Harper and Brian are best friends. Lindor and Javi, they're BFFs. We had all the best friends, all the best friends in baseball, Frankie Lindor and Javi Baez and Chris Bryant and Bryce Harper. That'd be a grand old time. It's going to be a party at Wrigley. Oh. If you had those guys. I'm going to go oh change my, my trousers. I'm going to go change my trousers agent? after this game, or after this podcast. Who, Lindor? That's, yeah, that's when's Lindor free agent? I have done precisely zero research on yes. this. We, we don't do much. I feel like that's a guy that's a free agent like three, four years, but I could be wrong. Let's take a game. But another aspect of it is, if the Cubs have their own channel and the Sox are still on NBC... 
we could just make them feel like the poor kids in, in school. There like, are. They're like the poor kids yeah. of the city, but, like, we'd be the kid that's, like, bringing our own Rolls Royce to school, parking it, and then little Jimmy, the poor kid from school, gets out of his old beater that's spewing gas everywhere, smoke coming out the back. We have a new, we have a new Jansport book bag every year. So yes. Like, yeah, we have a new and book we bag. We have the new Heelys. And then yeah. the fucking Sox fans bringing up. Uh, school bag that's made out of uh, grocery bags, just tied up. It's fucking clear. <laughs> their parents can't even buy them shoes. Like it's it's oh, they're a mess. Yes. We'd be but, the Lincoln Way east of the mm-hmm. of the city, and then there the socks of the schools that have the the metal any, the metal they're, they're, the, they're the Bremens of the world. Insert, yeah. insert any any CPS school. Yeah, I mean back to, back to the back to the point of the Cubs just raking in cash. The, I got into an argument with Joey Mack. Um, who, who's my dad's friend, by the way, because you probably don't know. Shout who out Joey is. Mack. Shout out Joey Mack. Um, Avid listener. We are. I, I had a huge argument with him about it a couple months back about the TV deal. He said, "I don't want to. I don't want to be the Yankees. I don't want to." Yeah, and and I said, "Why not? <laughs> I want the Cubs to win every single game they possibly can. I don't care if we're hated, loved. Nobody cares about us. It doesn't fucking matter." We want to win as much as possible, and that's that's the main goal is being uh, to be a fan, not to be not to care about being hated. I want to be hated. I want to be the, yeah. the fucking big blue machine. <laughs> it's it's gonna be great if this deal goes it's, through. There but if it turns into a shit fest, uh, that'll be very bad. But it won't. it's a shit fest for the Dodgers because every coverage team like every coverage company like AT&T Comcast they have to have it in their package and for LA there's not enough diehard baseball fans for every package to have it so some people just can't watch Dodger games if their package team does not or their package company does not have it which does suck but baseball is such a diehard sport in Chicago that if say Comcast or AT&T don't have that package they're going to just lose customers and so in the end everyone's going to have it did you find out when Lindor's free agent breaking news if my sources are correct, I think Frankie Lindor is going to be a free agent after this season. Maybe if you want to look that up, to can, can we confirm, can we confirm it? We're looking um, for confirmation. Matt, everyone, I got bad news. <laughs> oh, no. He goes to Arb this year, 2020, 2021. He'll be a free agent in 2022. Okay, everyone, just let's just forget. We're going to cut that. We're going to get. We're, we're going to cut pin, that. We're going to pin for slander on this fucking podcast. You know we're going to every week. We're going to put a pin in that. In the year, what year? 2022. In the year 2022, we're going to revisit that, and we're going to talk about Frankie Lindor. But we'll get him, though. We'll get him. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's base cardiac cup. He's already the favorite. Like, I can see the edits of Frankie Lindor and Javi at second already. I just came my pants just thinking about it. (laughs) Woo-wee. All right, so that's just all about the TV channel. End of the day, we get to be the rich kids of the city. We get to have all the nice free agents while the poor kids have to deal with. Yuan Moncada being their idol who's hitting 220, striking out every single at-bat. Matt Davidson being their best pitcher. It's a tough time to be a Sox fan, and it's not really going to get any better. You guys I, are bums. I would and just like to say, I'm sorry, sorry to cut you off, Danny. We're not, I, I'm not, I'm not, Jake is a Sox hater. I'm not really a Sox hater. I don't, I don't root for them to win. I don't root for them to lose. So I just want to make that clear that not everyone on this podcast is a White Sox hater like Jake. Well, I, I am a White Sox hater. I'm, I'm on Jake's side of here, but, <clears throat> Sorry. Um, the only player that on that team that they can that has some form of a personality that they can market is Tim Anderson, mm-hmm. and he sucks. That's a, that's, a, <laughs> that's, a that's, that's a big big red flag. They can't. I mean, 
the Bona Beach commercial just came on. They have to have Frank Thomas market for their whole team. Wasn't Frank, Frank Thomas retired two thousand six? Yeah, and he, and he didn't. I mean, he played a couple years away from the White Sox. Uh-huh. This is a guy you have to market to freaking get <laughs> beef sandwiches to, get, to go sell your beef sandwiches. That's nuts. Yeah, yeah, you don't have one guy in that squad that you could market because they all they stink. None of them are recognizable enough, honestly. Like none of them are recognizable. Like I, Tim Anderson, I would probably figure it out. But if you showed Tim Anderson and Anthony Rizzo, I'd be like, I'm pretty sure that's Tim. An- I mean, he's wearing a Tim Anderson White Sox jersey. That might help me out a little yeah. bit. But like just based off the face, like a lot of those guys, I wouldn't know. He's the only Ryu, he's, Tim Anderson. Yeah, he's the only market. But Mikhail. I think Tim Anderson's the only marketable like personality. Yeah, and then he's still not super marketable. Well, Otherwise, sucks. Be in the commercial. I mean, he plays he plays with a chip on his shoulder, but at the end of the day, it sucks. It doesn't, doesn't do he's much. He's not good. Chance the Rapper is the most uh, marketable white sock. He's like and, their and, team rapper. And it doesn't help that he was wearing a Cubs hat during the World Series. Mm-hmm. So, real, real good fan they got. Yeah. Best fan base. You know, when they fill up 30%, oof, that's the best That's the best fan base in Chicago. I, I love out, it. I think we should get out the white sock's rank, because I think we're going to well, forever. And we need to talk about the white sock for one second, because they'll transition what I want to do next. Um... The reason no one gives a fuck and you can't recognize anyone is because they're all four A players, and you think, Jake, what the hell's a four A player? Like it's single, double, triple A. What's a four A player? A four A player is someone in between the majors and triple A, where like you're a bench player in the majors, but you're you kick ass in the minors. You know who that is? But he's kicking ass for the Cubs, David fucking Bodie. He is a four A player who is getting it done for the Cubs. Big transition. Walk off Grand Slam, stealing home today. Stellar defense while Chris Bryant's oh, today out. Today is Thursday. Yesterday, as we record this Wednesday. Whoa! We just <laughs> Whoa! Just time travel. fucking David David Bodie is having he, his exit velo is on the t- like near the number top. One. It's top of the league. It's, it's number top one. of the league right now. That is an awesome, short, um, awesome, smooth yeah. swing. I love it. It's Hits the ball beautiful. hard. Beautiful. And when you're leading the league in exit velo, you're the good good things are gonna come. Oh yeah, hit the ball hard, make them make a play. Good that's, things are gonna come. That's exit velocity for the for the, for the folks at home. Yeah. For, oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking velocity for the rookies out there. The best part, he looks just like you and me. He looks like just like you and the me. The most average person of all time, and I, I love it. I'm here for it. You know who I feel good for? Dave Bowie's girlfriend. His confidence is off the roof. Oh yeah. Him in the bedroom must be like thunder right now. He's feeling himself. <laughs> More than he ever has in his entire life. She most, must be enjoying life. This is the most fertile he's ever been in his life. So if the Bodies, <laughs> oh, yeah. if the Bodies are trying to make Nine babies... Nine months, he's going to have triplets. I'm not telling the Bodies how to handle their business, but if they're trying to make babies, this is a very good time to do oh, it. Oh, yeah. Mrs. Bodie, I know you're listening to this. Thanks for listening. We appreciate the support. If you're looking to have kids, now's the time. No better time than now. So that's our thing on the Cubs. We won't go too heavy in the Cubs. We're probably 15 minutes right there. Got off our chest. Let's get some over-unders. All right. Start off with the East like we did the AFC last year. This week we got Matt with us. He wasn't here last week. Mm. I'm glad you're back. We really missed you. Thanks, yeah. Missed you it hurt. Too. So, let's get to the Giants. Last year, 3-13. and 13, They added some guy named Saquon Barkley. He's good, I guess. Yeah. Um, added Nate Solder, the left tackle for a long time on the Patriots. But they lost their starting center. So, O-line, add someone, lose someone. But they also added a generational talent in Saquon Barkley. 3-13 and 13 last year, over under a... A solid seven. What do you like, Matt? Hmm. You're looking at that paper like you're you got something to say. That's man, oh man. I'm trying to think because they're like one of those teams that like they're one of those teams that like you shouldn't give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. That like, but like 
you, you just like never know when they're gonna like come out and like beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Or like make mm-hmm. a good playoff run. They either go three and thirteen or they're not like they've never. I feel like they've never had like a really dominant year where they just no. Like, the, when they no, won the they, Super Bowl, they, they, they go nine and seven. Weren't they wild card? Wild card nine and seven. I don't know. I I feel like they could. They're like a team that can make noise, which I'm gonna say a lot because like half the NFC can make noise. But I mean, the Eagles, Cowboys, they're both solid teams. So I feel like they're not gonna. I I have to go. Man, I gotta go over just because. Over Saquon seven. Barkley's got those. Yeah, over seven on wins. Saquon Barkley's got the thickest thighs I've ever seen. Real thunder thighs. I think those thunder thighs are gonna carry him to eight wins at least. Okay, Dan, you. Um, I will. Also, I will also go over. Um, what you guys also didn't mention is that you have Odell Beckham Jr. back. Oh, who? He did not. He that did guy. Not, he did not play. This, he played a game and a half. But I, I've heard he's a drama queen. You don't want that. That's oh, he's he's a absolute locker room cancer. But <laughs> he's <laughs> fucking hell of a great wide receiver. But he goes on he goes on boats in his bye week. What the heck? Oh, I mean that's during the the, heck he just that does about? that. He just does that during the playoffs. Oh, okay, that's oh, right. Okay. He does it does it right before the playoffs, and uh, when when their teams you know. And it um, was it. I think that was in the playoffs, but it was. Whatever. It was the week before we were going to Green Bay, and then they got we, the offense got their ass kicked. Absolutely yeah. smoked. But you go. I think you go over. Saquon Barkley's going to be very good. Um, their defense is still halfway decent. Defense got a lot of talent. They got a lot of talent. What about you, Jake? What do you like? If it's seven, and only place we find seven, and we looked up two sites, seven was a number for both. I would just go push. If you can find it, six and a half go over, seven and a half go under. I think they win seventy nine. Think they split against the Eagles, split against the Cowboys, Redskins. I don't know. They split against the Eagles. No, I'm saying next year, this year, current year. I would see them splitting against both. I think the Eagles beat them both. So I think seven nine is right where they're gonna fall. Redskins, same situation. Over under seven. Say, oh. sorry, sorry to interrupt you. Sorry for, for all the Giants fans listening. If you guys do miss the playoffs, it's hard to have a. Uh, a boat controversy in the playoffs if you don't make the playoffs. True. So a little silver lining for all your Giants fans back there. So you guys just tuck that in your back pocket, and once uh, the end of the year rolls around, if you guys aren't looking, you guys aren't looking too sharp for the playoffs. Just remember, it's hard to have controversy in the playoffs if you don't make it. True. Redskins, same situation, but they are seventy nine over under seven. Sub out Kirk Cousin with Alex Smith, Darius Geis first round draft pick toward the ACL. Not good. Won't play this year. So basically, all they had on offense was they switched out their quarterback. Do you like it? Not like it? We'll go to you this time, Dan. Seven wins. Under. Under? Yeah, they're the worst team in the East. Yep. Matt, they, you? That's it. I'm under two. Well, Matt's thinking. He's contemplating. I was just, I mean, there's like one of those teams I got to, who, who cares? Can I they make know. some noise? Oh, you under. don't care. The Redskins, they're fucking, they're irrelevant. Washington, until, until the, this past NHL season when the Capitals won, Washington was underrated, the biggest loser sports town of all time. Uh-huh. So, I mean, now the Capitals won, I guess you can't really say that anymore, but they're like, girl, I don't know. They never do anything. Who cares? Under. I'll say under. Yeah, all right, I'll go on under. Unders across the board. Cowboys, big old Dallas, who we're trying to be with our big money now. Cowboys, 9-7 last year. Added Allen Hearns, Tavon Austin, got some speed on offense with the receiver core, but they lost good old Jason Wynn and uh, Des Bryant. Eight and a half. I'll lead off now. I think they go over. I think they win 10 games, maybe 9 again. But 8.5, I think, feel like it's a very easy over for them. Whoever wants it, take it first. Uh, Let's say, hold on. Oh, sorry. You can go, Dan. I, 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 I you got to throw, 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 throw that, Jake. You got to throw oh, that. Oh, I can't. You gotta, yeah, you got to toss <laughs> you gotta it. You got to take it dead. Who wants it more? If you just cut it out and then just say, and then 
you, we don't know who's gonna. You, we don't know who's coming up. You, you gotta, gotta toss. You gotta, you gotta, I want both of you. We'll I toss, toss it to Danny. For you should toss it to someone. Toss it to Danny. All right, toss it to me. All right, over, over for the Cowboys. Over. Um, Ezekiel Elliott will play every single game this year. Um, Dak Prescott last year was just not good compared to his rookie last year. year. Um, I think he bounces back. Des Bryant, I think, I think losing him is fine. You're, you, you know, you know, he's he, old. He's not making plays he's, anymore. He's not making plays. He probably, I bet everybody hates him in that locker oh, room. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Over eight and a half is kind of I. They nine and seven last year seemed like worst case, worst case scenario with this team, and now you're sending eight and a half. I think, I think they win at least nine games. Yeah. All right. Now to you. More. After my clusterfuck, to you, Matt. I mean, I think if they were over last year, like I don't know, I don't see how they could regress. If you you get rid of Des Bryant, like there's no way your team regresses, no matter what you do. <laughs> so I feel like eight and a half. If they if they if they had this over last year, and like their team was shit, then they add Tavon Austin, who's super fast, doesn't really do anything else. So he'll he'll return one punt every like three weeks. I'm like, oh Tavon Austin, he's gonna like. Well, have you seen the videos of him in camp? He's doing good in camp. Mm. Oh yeah, he's yeah, right. great great shape, working hard. Tavon Austin is the classic guy in fantasy who. He'll have one week where he has like like two like eighty five yard touchdowns and a punt return and everyone's like, Oh, Tavon Austin and it's like everyone's gonna pick up a fantasy. Three straight weeks of like one point zero points. Literally a single point and then he's gonna get dropped and then that very next week. So I would go over because I mean if they if they were eight and a half, basically yeah, I mean if you lose Des Bryant, there's no way you go down. So I'm taking eight and a half over. All over. A lot of consensus here. I think we've all we agree got, on we everything. Need, we need to find something we're disagreeing on. I'll start. It's, I'll start being a contrarian. Well, we're such good pals. It's it's hard to have differing opinions. Yeah, man, it's because <laughs> we're it's because we're all too smart. That's, Honestly, that's the problem. We have too much knowledge. Of the we, game. we know it way too well. We know oh, what yeah. we like. And we we ride or die. If we fuck up, we fuck up together. If we're right, we're all right and smart together. I'm always right. So. Now we get to the defending Super Bowl champs, Eagles, thirteen and three. Added Michael Ben on the D line. Added uh, Haloti Nada on the D line, but they lost that tight end Trey Burton. What are they going to do without Trey Burton? Over under ten and a half. I think they smashed this over. Thirteen three last year. They lost Carson Wentz for the last three games of the year. Anyways, I think they can win eleven games. Eleven and five isn't too bad. They added more, and still losing two games. I feel like it's an easy over. How about you, Matt? We went Danny last. I think, man. I mean. Ten and a half is like ten and a half is very low. I would say if it was like an accurate over, I would say that like an accurate, more accurate would be like what they go last year thirteen. And thirteen three. three. I was like I would say like twelve and a half would be a better a better over. Way too high to sell, mean, to to predict to put down money that a team's gonna win thirteen games, no matter how good they are. That's like more. I mean, I the twelve like, and a half is so high to sell any for any team. If you mm. look at money, I bet like I bet nine. I bet like. Over seventy percent of money is on their over for ten and a half. I mean, it's it's like ridiculous, I know, but like they were so dominant last year. And you add, they win the Super Bowl without their MVP quarterback, and then you add. I mean, obviously he played most of last year. I mean, I I'm gonna go over. I don't I don't want to keep now that they mentioned that we're all agreeing. It's like <laughs> in my head, so like I was looking for reasons to like disagree disagree, but yeah. I really can't. Like I think they're gonna they'll, they'll they'll hit ten and a half easy. Um, I think the I usually think the I I buy into like the Super Bowl hangover that yeah. that you know. Teams have really applies. I mean, you saw what even if you make it to the Super Bowl, you saw what happened with Atlanta last year. They were good, but not awesome when they the season before they were awesome. Uh huh. Um, but again, I think ten and a half. You, you got to take the over. It's 
And I think it'll. Sh- I think they'll probably have it shift to eleven. Yeah. Because, like you said, I bet I bet people are all over that over. Because this team is awesome. With now you add back Carson Wentz. Hopefully he's healthy for the. And the defense know, got better. Defense got better. Um, yeah, it's 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 <laughs> pretty good. It's, 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 it seems low, but setting a setting an over under for that many wins, like like Matt said, twelve and a half seems hard. Yeah, it's hard to win thirteen games no matter how good you are. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, done with the East. Let's go out west. I really don't care for the West. Not really much to talk about. A lot of those teams stink. First team, real stinky. Arizona Cardinals. They added three quarterbacks, and oh boy, are they good. Hmm. Sam Bradford, stud. Mike Lennon, fucks. Josh Rosen, fucks. And they get David Johnson back, their running back, who's missed the entire year, like two years in a row. 8-8 eight eight last year, which blew my mind they won eight games last year. But the over-under set at five and a half. I think it is an under, under, under. They stink. They lost their head coach. They lost their starting quarterback. They're done. They're not winning six games. Go under. Danny, what do you think? Mm, uh, that's I don't I feel like I don't know a thing about the Arizona Cardinals to be honest <laughs> with you. Besides who plays quarterback for them or I don't even know who plays quarterback for them when well, they have three of them. They have three of them. Three times as good. And I know that Larry Fitzgerald's on the team. That's I mean, that's they're such a weird like the, nobody gives a shit about them. Do you think we give a shit about them? We just got to talk about them. I mean, we have to talk about them. <laughs> we got to keep our gotta, Arizona base going we good. Gotta, we got to we got a quota to meet. We got to eat. Our, we got to eat our vegetables before our dessert. True. So <laughs> I'll just say you know what? I'll, I'll throw I'll throw it on the over. Where you know maybe Josh Rosen might be good. Who I fucking don't know. They don't. They're they're just a team I do not pay attention to mm-hmm. whatsoever. So fuck it over. <laughs> First contrarian. I love it. Cardinals. Man, this is I mean, who gives a fuck. <laughs> this is honestly had no idea that they got uh, Sam Bradford and Mike Glennon. I don't know why on earth anybody would ever like sign Mike Glennon ever again. I don't know what, what like what did the Cardinals see in film that they're like that? We need that guy. That's what, that's, that's the piece we're missing. I have no idea. I mean, there's no way they signed him to be a starter, obviously, because they have Josh Josh Rosen. But like, I I can't think of any good reason why you'd ever sign him. Uh, they stink. Who gives a shit about them? That being said, I'm taking the over. No, don't know why. I don't know. Who, who fucking knows? You got, you got feelings? Who, who we don't know shit about the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> over. I'll, put, I'll place that bet right now. Dare me, I'll do it. I'm oh, if you think we are like putting money on these, every single team I've put money on are over-unders. Oh, I'm really? going to come rich in our podcast. Really? No, I didn't. I don't have that much money, oh. but shh, don't, don't tell them. them that. Yeah, I put my I'll whole bank that. account. I, I just put my last paycheck on the Cardinals over, so. Oh, yeah. We, we back up our claims. That'll be a nice little storyline for all the fans at home to follow. You know who fucking stinks? The Seahawks. They they suck ass. There was a video on Twitter. They had a, a pitch left in a preseason game. The left tackle had no clue who he was supposed to block. He did a full 360 with his hands up like, who the hell? This team stinks. I feel bad for Russell Wilson. Like, They're not going to be any good. He's going to get clobbered. They really didn't add anyone. Um, they did Brandon Marshall, always a good guy in the clubhouse. Oh boy! Lost Michael Bennett, Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas, and Jimmy Graham. Ugh. They're they're gonna stink. They're gonna be really really bad, which blows my mind. How the fuck they're over unders at eight? This team's losing. There's no chance they win eight games. They're brutal. Matt. So 
Under. <laughs> it's just simply under. Under. I I think, you know, you hear all that. It's hard to disagree with anything you said. Brandon Marshall, like, there's literally... He's... he's I would sign Mike Glennon to my team before I would sign Brandon Marshall at this point. He was really good when he was with the Bears in his prime. But he's, like, he's been traded so many times. And when there's, like, there's never... Trades aren't that... Trades aren't that... Uh, trades are rare. Trades are rare in the NFL. So for a guy to get traded, I mean, he's literally been on, like, eight teams, maybe, I think. Let's see. Denver, Miami, Chicago, Jets, um, Giants. I think this is 16. 16. Six. Still six. a lot. Still a lot, not eight. Actually bad. Six less than eight, can't confirm. So, still, yeah, that's still a lot. So, I mean, that shows how... how how big of a piece of, not, I don't know about a piece of shit, but just like, what, something's wrong with that guy, I'm not quite sure what. With that being said, I'm going over, because when, oh. when those fans start clapping, it gets fucking loud. True, you can never, like, account for the 12th man. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's tough to, it's tough to, uh, tough to get audibles in when you can't hear yourself, can't hear yourself think, so for that reason, I'm going over eight. Dan, okay. Wow. Dan, Danny, what do you um, think? Uh, put the, put your bank account on the under. <laughs> I love he, Russell Wilson. He, it's hard to bet against him. But this fans. team, this team sucks. <laughs> when the fans start clapping, they lost, they lost their entire team. The Legion of Boom is dead. You know who they Put didn't lose? Away. You know who they didn't lose? Who? The uh, citizens of Seattle. They're still gonna show up. They're still gonna <laughs> clap. Are they though? Well, I mean, I bet. Well, I bet like six games in, they're gonna see this team and be like, "Fuck this! Let's <laughs> let's get." So out they're gonna go six. Let's go, let's go drink some coffee and sit in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's hard to argue, but. I don't know. Those fans, when they start clapping, man, it gets fucking loud. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say about the, Se- about the Seahawks. I don't know. Let's go down. Let's go down the West Coast a little bit. We're going down to Los Angeles. We're going to the Rams. 11-5 and last year. Arden Marcus Pe- added Marcus Peters. Akeem Tlaib. Nadam Kinsu. Brandon Cooks. He's alive. He's on the Rams. Who would have thought? But they lost Tavon Austin. Sammy Watkins. 11-5 last year. Over-unders 10. Let's go to Matt. What do you think? This team is literally going to be like the biggest. If they, oh man, look at those man titties. Well, we're watching sorry, the news right now. So. Sorry to interrupt our coverage, but we're watching WGN right now, and there's an amateur sketch of a man on the loose, and he's got he had, man titty galore. He had some old oh man. So I'm sorry. Big bag <laughs> of dough. I, I saw Big old things. bag of dough. <laughs> I saw those things. That I just, he has not worked out once in his life. Could not help myself. So the Rams, I think they need to add Brandon Marshall. They need to trade for Brandon Marshall. Probably won't be much to get him. But get Brandon Marshall, and you'll have the most fucked-up locker room of all time. Marcus <laughs> Peters literally was throwing flags out of the stadium. <laughs> I keep to keep to leave. I feel like he... I, don't, I can't recall any reports of him being a bad bad teammate, but I just feel like he is. Based <laughs> off just like... He just seems... Fucking chain snatcher. Just snatching chains. I just feel like he's not a good team guy. Uh, they got... What, have they signed Aaron Donald yet? I don't think so. No, they haven't given him money Literally yet. the best player in the, in the NFL. I mean, that's like a not really a hot take anymore. It was, but now everyone says it. But I just feel like, they're, like they'll have like the most fucked up locker room of all time. Add Brandon Marshall to that, and you you top it off. That's like the most fucked up locker room I think room it's of all so time. fucked up, it's good. But like, There's a lot of crazy. So it all just cancels out? If you have, yeah. If you have 50, 55-man roster? Yeah. If you have 55 crazy guys, you don't have one. I think it's one. 52. If you have 52 crazy guys, you don't have one kind of thing, so... But even though, even with all that, the the division sucks. So I gotta go over ten. Okay, Dan. Um, this kind of it kind of reminds me of um, like the the Eagles team that was built with the um, Super Eagles with with, Vic. with Mike Vick, <laughs> uh, Nandi Asma, Deshaun uh, Jackson. Like that, it kind of reminds me. It gives me that kind of vibe. And that team kind of disappointed compared to what they were supposed to do. They were supposed to be like the best team in the NFC. They were mm-hmm. gonna win the Super Bowl. 
when Michael Vick was coming off just an unbelievable fantasy season. Mm-hmm. Um, but this team is loaded with talent. It's hard to me, hard for me to bet against them. Over, take it. I bet they um, go. They same go, way. They go around. I pound this over. Like the Cardinals, like I said, they stink. Seahawks are gonna. The Seahawks O line is so fucking bad, and they're gonna have to play the Rams twice. Who has the best D line in football? It's they're gonna have five sacks a game. I feel real bad. But since this is on ESPN, how about Jalen Ramsey just saying, "Yeah, Josh Allen, guy fucking stinks. <laughs> I want to. I can't wait to play him. <laughs> fucking just ripping on him. He, I love Jalen Ramsey. The best part of this whole story is that he is talking to the media because he's suspended for the week because him and Miles Garrett, I believe, another one of I think it's Miles Garrett, one of his Seahawks teammates, they're suspended for the week for starting a war or not starting a war for calling out Jaguars media, Jacksonville media. So he's suspended for a week from practice. So what does he do with his free time? He goes on GQ. I think it's GQ. He He does an interview with GQ, and he just bashes literally every single quarterback in the NFL. I thought it was hilarious. Only reason I thought it was hilarious is because he didn't say anything about Mitch Trubisky that I've heard. If he had said something bad about Mitch Trubisky, other fighting words. I would think it was a lot less funny, yeah. but he didn't, so I'm cool with it. Just, oh, shit. just the quote, "stupid he's, draft pick." He's one of the he's one of the best sound bites in, in in football, and as they get better, he's gonna become more publicly known. So I mean, stock. I think his stock is way up. I love it. I love the move. The quote on ESPN is Josh Allen quote trash unquote. Yeah, I'm here for it. All right, well, actually, no, I like Josh Allen, so I'm not here for it, but I just love the shit talking. I love the shit talk. Okay. So, Rams, everyone says pound the over. over, over 49ers, 6-10 last year. Added uh, aging Richard Sherman. Drafted Mike McGlinchey out of Notre Dame, their left tackle. And um, fucking have a superhuman speedster in Dante Pettis. He went to Washington, returns punts, does everything. He's like the modern-day Devin Hester. So fast. And Jimmy G's got some swagger. We talked about this in an episode that has not been released and it won't be released Jimmy Wait, G. That's not getting released? No, it's, Why it's not? practice. It was good. Jimmy you, G is fucking slinging dick. you still have that saved? It's still saved. That was a good episode. If this gets 50 retweets, this tweet Whoa. with this... We'll release, we'll release the behind-the-scenes episode. Have 50, we don't have 50 followers. That's why we got to set goals high, baby. Five retweets. If this gets five <laughs> retweets... We're sticking high because that was no, real five. bad. We're not getting 50. Just say five. Let's say five. I'm a, I'm a trend center. I What's set the most goals. retweets we've gotten on our Twitter? I don't fucking know. Probably six or seven, I think. Let's say ten. If this gets ten retweets. Twenty-five. No, ten. Twenty-five. We're not getting twenty-five retweets. It's not good. We're not getting twenty-five. Let's find a middle ground. Let's go seventeen. Fine with me. We get seventeen. We get a KB. Then sure. Yeah, perfect. I I can do seventeen retweets. Then we'll release the Jimmy G porn star episode. But sling and dick. Throw them under eight and a half. I, they win three games with just that confidence. Let alone the roster's better and Jimmy G's starting for the whole year. I like it. Over, 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 over. Matt, what do you think? You know, I would have said over too because Jimmy G, he's just a winner. He's a handsome guy. He's a real good looking guy. Uh, you need a guy like that leading your team. You can't have, well, I was going to say you can't have Eli Manning's on my screen right now. And I was going to say you can't have a dope like Eli Manning leading your team, but he does have three Super Bowls or two? Two. Cool. Eli Manning? Eli has two. Eli does have two Super Bowls, so I guess you kind of throw that out the window, but it doesn't hurt that he's a good-looking guy. He's chiseled from stone. Uh, I was going to say over, but then I heard Jalen Ramsey today say that Jimmy G (laughs) is simply a scheme quarterback. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Jalen Ramsey will 
Oh, I've I've never, get him on the field. He literally tears everybody on the board. Please. And I've never... He's, Jalen Ramsey has never lied to me before. So for that reason, I'm going 49ers under 8.5 wins. Okay. They sorry, have, sorry, Jimmy G. I will also go 49ers under 8.5 oh. wins. Um, I, everybody's talking about the 49ers saying that they're going to be... You know the the team that makes a lot of noise, the the make make some noise team mm-hmm. that uh, is trending in the right du- direction. That's what makes me think that they're not going to be that great. Just yeah. everybody talking about them being awesome when at the end of last year they're beating garbage teams. They did take, get a win over the Jags, but um, no, I'll go I'll go under. Jimmy G's stats weren't as terrific as we thought they were. Mm-hmm. I know he won every single game he started, but. I think he threw eight touchdowns, six picks. Ooh, I that's think good. I that's it's good. I mean, it's you're as long as you're throwing, you're throwing more <laughs> touchdowns than picks. Wait, wait oh this my is, goodness! This is going over Listen the TV. To this. this is all Jalen Ramsey's QB thoughts. News. We'll go through it. About Andrew Luck, don't Quote. think he's good. Andrew Luck, <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger, decent at best. Aaron Rodgers and Brady doesn't, doesn't suck. suck. <laughs> wow. Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz. Will be, be an MVP. MVP. Oh, okay, he's both nice credit. They will both be a single MVP. <laughs> Jared Goff, average to above average. That was the nice Zach thing Prescott, he he's okay. He's aight. What a guy. That, that's the end of it. I just want to oh say... God. I want to be friends with Jalen Ramsey. Oh. Best pals. I just want to say uh, my reasoning for taking under was because Jalen Ramsey said that Jimmy G is a scheme quarterback, but while Daniel was talking on ESPN, he had another quote where he said, the only reason for Eli Manning's success is Odell Beckham Jr., I don't think Jalen Ramsey is aware of the fact that his two most most successful points in his career, the two Super Bowls he won, <laughs> Odell Beckham was in fact not in the league. I don't think he was in college at that point. Or in college, he was he was simply. Wait, uh, what did that take? Just what Jalen Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey said. said Jalen Ramsey said Eli's not good. Odell is good. His only his he's only successful because of Odell Beckham Jr. So for that for that reason, the fact that he said he's only successful because of Odell, even though they've won precisely nothing with Odell Beckham Jr., all of his success became came before him. I'm going to switch my take to the over. Jimmy oh, G, yeah. MVP. Hurry your face. <laughs> I'll ride with the under. Okay, we got over, over, under. Going to the south. Bucks. I think. Oh, I, I just, I don't more. On you. So we had, we had another segment in mind. I think this is a good spot right in the middle of both divisions. Are we okay with oh, a little, uh, your little, put a little, recommended put a little, a little uh, bookmark in there? You know, put a pin in it, come back later. Our, and do our, our new segment that we're going to debut? Danny, up to you. I think it's fine. Do you want to wait till the oh. end, or you want to sandwich it? I sandwich said, I, oh, I think we should sandwich it. We don't want to overload the people with football. That's true. I think I think it's dragging out just a this little, a just time. a little. I think it's a good time. Give to, them a taste. Give us give take us, it away. Little, little halftime show. So, folks, yeah, little halftime show. Matt, your segment. idea. You can introduce a new segment. So this is a new segment. We've the uh, the brains, the brains that uh, Ben and the Bleachers have. It's called "What's the gayest thing you've ever done?" Where we talk about the gayest thing we've ever done. We try, I just want to. I want to start this this little segment off. Start dialogue. We love we love gay people. Oh yeah. I don't care what you do. I love gay people. Love them all. My love, freshman year roommate was gay. I love him. Great I'll, guy. Love each one more than last. One of my friends is gay. Not really. I love but I love I, I love Elton John. But if I thought, oh, he's a great guy. <laughs> if I. I, I don't have any gay friends. That was a lie. But if one of my friends Elton John plays a real fucking good piano. <laughs> He's really fun. I, I mean, I'm big. I, I like Queen. I like Freddie Mercury. You know, we, we, they're good. They're yeah. so they're so stylish. The, gay, the gays can music. The gays can music they're real so well. Stylish. Music real good. I don't actually have any gay friends. That was a lie. But if my friends, one of my friends, did come out as gay, I wouldn't even judge him. Not, Not even one a bit. bit. So anyway, back to the segment. What's the gayest thing you've done? 
I'll, I'll kick it off. I'll okay. get the ball rolling here. Greatest thing I've done. It's happened, it's happened a few times. It's ha- happened last week. And it will happen again. So there I, I'm sitting there watching a little, uh, little, little pornography. Ooh, porn talk. A little, a little internet pornography for the folks at home. Little X videos. And I'm sitting there, you know, things are, things are happening. Things are going well. And, you know, next thing I know, they, <laughs> they zoom in on the guy's face. Well, I got my, I got my, uh, got my wiener in my hand. And they just zoom on the guy's face, showing his vinegar strokes. <laughs> man, oh man, that made me. Oh, oh it went went midnight to Did you finish. Went Did you come right there. Oh, man. It's, oh. it's a yes. It's a yes. yes. Yeah, he definitely did. Right at his old face. I begrudgingly. I was like, hold oh, on, no, stop. I, I tried. I tried fast forwarding it. I tried taking the little marker and dragging it. But did the thing where it, you didn't have good internet connection, so it's like it like pauses. So then it froze on his face. Son of a bitch. So, uh, yeah, that was not one of my proudest moments. Uh, but that's what really got got me thinking. Hey, this could be a good. This I like a good, a good platform for me to I, I let like everyone it. know what happened. You know, I, I wanted to get that off my chest. It's been on my oh. on my brain for a while. So pause. Put a pin in this one too. So we have two pins in the wall. I need to tell a story. I need to get off my chest because I feel. Like an absolute asshole. Is this for Gator or is this off? This off, is off, off Gator. Off this is at John's block party. So you know Rachel, the girl that was there, right? Yes. So some background. There is a basketball league called GSBS in Oakland, where we all reside. Used to reside, man. Now it's in a disclosed location. And it's like the no, main. Never find me. It's the main travel league for like white kids that are gonna peak in high school. So it's called GSBS, called George Shimko Basketball something. Basketball no, no and stars. basketball stars. stars. No okay, and he runs it. Whatever. And Brendan, my little brother, played in it once. And the guy's a real asshole to me. Like all the time. Like I'd work oh, on. He's, he's been super nice to me. I work. His daughter is one of my was one mm-hmm. of my coworkers. Involves her. Yeah, I know. And I think he kind of spoiled it. But he's always an asshole to me because I want to do drills with Brendan. We get to the courts an hour early, and he'd be like, "Go, go, go away! I want him to do certain things." I'm like, "Okay, douchebag, whatever." So zoom three years ahead to last week. And I'm talking to this girl at a block party, and I don't know how we got to the situation. She's like, oh, do you know my dad, uh, George Shimko? I'm like, yeah, that guy's an asshole. Off the top of my head, I don't know why I said it. Why would a, why would a middle-aged girl ever bring up some 50-year-old man other than to be her family member? I'm like, oh, yeah, he's an asshole. I thought she said, do you know who George Shimko is? Yeah, and I said, yeah, he's an asshole. You, you, said, that, you said that she said... And her, her name's Kristen, not Rachel. What? Yeah. No, I don't even know the girl's name. You're fucking up the story, dude. Because the story. I think you... I called her Rachel to her face too. This is ugly. We do. We do have a Rachel. I wore, but her her name's Kristen. The Not so, good. The story you just told, you said that she said, "Oh, do you know George Shimko? He's yeah. my dad." And then you said, no, "Oh, no. he's an asshole." No. She said, "Oh, do you know George Shimko?" Okay. I said, just to "No, he's an asshole." And then yeah. she goes, "Oh, that's my dad." I'm like, "Oopsie." And so how did the conversation go after that? It got real awkward. Like, oh, well, how about them? Then she got up, she's like, oh, do you want a beer? I'm like, I don't drink. And then I got up and I went home. And she never came, and then she never no, came No, she back. came back. Oh, I think she did. I just left. I went home. <laughs> so that's out. It's tough. Take the pen out. Let's get back to gaydar. Okay. Great story. Great story. Jake, what's your gay story? I need to get off, the, off my chest. I've been feeling real asshole. the gayest thing you've ever done? So it's not like one thing. I've done it multiple times. Hmm. Um, I have like a weird thing when I'm dating a chick. If say where it's like she's trying stuff on, I'm like, hey, let me try that on. So, like, I've had, there's multiple pictures, and you have screenshots of me wearing lingerie and just real tight Funny. women's clothing. That That's the next, the next, uh, next week's, uh, 
Wait, 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 I don't want to step on it, but next week's what's the gayest thing you've ever done involves me having those pictures saved on my phone. <laughs> Do you watch them? Do you look at them? But sometimes. So you, you there, I don't want to step on next week's segment, so please continue. Well, there's multiple pictures out there of me in women's underwear, bras, dresses. Uh, I'm not transgender. I have cross-dressed once. I wore a dress to salsa class, but... That's the gayest thing who recently. Who hasn't worn a dress? There's salsa must there there's mu- must be worse that I've done. Well, going s- going to salsa class could be and salsa and, class could be one of them. Yeah. yeah. There's chicas there. What do you mean? Weren't there chicas there? There were multiple chicas. Mamacitas? There was like twenty people, like two three guys. Moist, ma- moist mamusitas. Ooh, I like it. Dan, si. gayest thing you've done lately? Um, this is this is just off. You know, this is from a couple. This is probably like two years back, but um. So every year I just got back from there. We go to Indiana Beach. Mm-hmm. Good place. Uh, we get we get our own. You know we get our own room. You know, um, and my cousin who who will be addressed as Benny Mace in this podcast. <laughs> Benjamin, what a guy. Um, not his real name. I'm not gonna spit his real name because his his his, his real name is Benny Mace actually. Yeah, legally. His, not his legal name, but his uh, all of his closest pals call him Benny. Everyone calls him Benny. So. Benny Mace asked John, hey, can I borrow your phone? I want to go jerk off in the bathroom. <laughs> and John said, what? He's like, he's like I, want to, I want to go jerk off in the bathroom. <laughs> My phone's not cutting it right now. Connection's not working too well out here at the motel. So John's like, uh, okay, I'll, I'll let you do that. Just keep, keep the door shut. So <laughs> no, to please don't just do it right here. So like yeah. I said, I want to, I want to. So, so John sure gives him his phone. On. Stay right here. And uh, Matt's taking like 10, 15 minutes already. It's a good so, jerk off. So we just start banging on the door to mess <laughs> with him. No bullshit. Matt walks, runs out of the bathroom, butt ass naked <laughs> with a heart on, and runs straight at John, just screaming. <laughs> I've never been more fucking scarred in my entire life. Just seeing that was. But does that make you gay? No, it not was. At all. It was the gayest thing that's I a, ever witnessed. Cop out. Oh no, out. that's a cop out. That's a good story. We need something about the you, name, Danny. The name of the we segment. We need you. The name of the segment is "What's the gayest thing you've ever done?" Not, not "What's the gayest thing Benny Benjamin Mace has ever done." Well, I thought it was just I, gayest, no, things no, that's, no. gayest things that's happening. No, no, Danny. Listen, pal. Next week we'll we'll give you some time to, to sit on it. I mean, I could. Do. I mean, I could probably think of something, but not. That was the story I was gonna tell. I think we'll let's, let's save it. Let's save it for next week. Let's I mean, I can, I can think of something, week. but let's carry it over next week. We're good. We can carry it over we're, next. We're week. We're running long. We're I about... have plenty of gay. I've done so many gay things. This I've been going for weeks. Oh, so it's let's, bad. Let's, let's we're bad. Things. We're straight. <laughs> by, we're straight. By the way, yeah. Yeah, maybe, I, yeah. maybe I don't know. I can be. I can be persuaded. Let's let's. I think we should. Twenty dollars is twenty dollars. I've done a lot more for a lot less. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think that, that was. I think that was. A, that was good. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it. We, we get back to the football now. That was a nice little halftime. See, we we got soft. Now let's get manly again. Talk about early. football. Fo- hard hitting football. The straightest sport Guys of all time. Guys in pads. The straightest sport of all time. Oh yeah, locker rooms, showers. That's Guys, another thing. Like dudes. I was so insecure during high school. Like I was the only kid that was showered with his underwear on after football practice. Can't, can't be that guy. <laughs> like uh, can't be that guy. I, I Wait, can know. I jump back on the gayest thing you ever done? Sure. Yeah, why not? Let's open it back up. Take okay, the pin can out. We, yeah, can we take the pin it? out? This is still another Benny May story. So, what? One time at my house, Benny May is just sitting there, normal. I think I know where you're going. And he goes, Dan, 
there's a 50% chance my dick is out right now. <laughs> do you want to flip the cover? I'm like, what does that mean? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, fuck it, I'll do it. There's <laughs> his dick. <laughs> That's the gayest thing. That's what you should have loved with. I couldn't, I just, I didn't. Rip off, rip off the blanket and there it is. It's out. I gotta know, when you flipped over the blanket, were you hoping to see his dick or not see his dick? <laughs> uh, I was, it was a 50-50 chance. But I'm saying, were you hoping his dick would be there or not be there? I thought it would be funny if it was. <laughs> By so the way, so Benny and Danny, Danny are cousins, so like, I don't know what... So there's nothing wrong with take that. Take it how you want. That's nothing wrong with that, then. That makes it not gay. Well, I, no, well, I, I mean, it's still gay, but if you're not, if you're cousins, that's just guys being dudes. Yeah, guys, being, guys dudes. being dudes. Exactly. So, pins out. We'll have some more gay stories next week. Maybe we'll have another segment. We don't know. We got a fucking roller coaster ahead of us. Why do you do it? Get right back in the football. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No one gives a fuck. Right over. <laughs> fuck them. Carolina Panthers. 11-5 last year. Added uh, DJ Moore. Why is he pretty good? Defensive tackle, Don Terry Poe. Pretty good. Lose. Um, but they also lost defensive tackle. So gain some, lose some. You know how life says five or eleven and five last year over under nine. Danny, what do you think? Um, can we jump to Matt? Sure, Matt. No Panthers jump nine. To jump back to Danny. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, nine. That's like the perfect number. That's like that's like the that's exactly like what I would say they're at because their division is so good. The Falcons are so good. The Saints are so good. Buccaneers are butt cheeks as we mentioned. Matt nine. I would gotta go. I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm. I'm gonna go over. I guess. I think I'll go over. I think Christian McCaffrey gets better. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. They're another team that's like really good, but they're like I don't know anything about them. They're the team that wins the division, then last. And the next year wins the division. The next year goes last. Like I should know. More, I should know more more about them. But like just for whatever reason, it's like they're like the like the the Cardinals or like the Buccaneers. Where I actually don't know shit about them. I mean, obviously Cam Newton. Oh, another lost. I forgot. Kelvin Benjamin. They lost him. That's not the worst. Not the worst, not the worst but the one year he was out, went to the Super Bowl, came best year, and for that reason, I'm hammering the over. Addition by subtraction. I'll take that exactly. over with you, I'll take Correct. that over with you. Dan, wrap it up with the Panthers. Uh, I'll give them the over. They're, I mean, they're an awesome team still. Cam Newton, still great. Mm-hmm. Playing an awesome division, but yeah, they're, I take the over. Mm-hmm. Um, Falcon St. Jupic, Matt, give you the choice. You take us on a journey. Take us on a road. Your choice. I think we should switch it up a little bit and say who who we think is going to win the division. Oh. And who got second. Okay. A little curveball. A little knuckle curve for you. So I think I think the Saints win the division. Shout out Tom Gleason. I know you're listening to this podcast right now. Me and this kid Tom from NIU, we fought all, all year last year about whether the Saints were good. Turns out I was right. They literally would have gone to the NFC Championship. Would they have beat the, the Eagles? Yeah. Probably not. They would have for sure. I think given, so. They, you think they would have beat the yeah. Eagles? They would have given them a better game than the Vikings did. That's for sure. But I think the Saints. Saints coming first. Let's see. They will add Davenport. I don't know who that is. Uh, defensive tackle. Defensive tackle Davenport. This is a strong name, so I'm gonna say he's good. Cam Meredith. He was always he was good with the Bears. Didn't play last year, obviously due to injury, but he was solid when he when he was on the field. Lost not much. So not much. And let's see who the Falcons, the Falcons are. Ca- Ca- Eddie Calvin Ridley out of Bama. Isaiah Oliver, he was a safety on the Chargers. Pretty good. But they lost interior lineman Don Terry Poe. So did the Falcons Did the Falcons lose? I know they didn't lose Freeman. Did, did they lose Tevin Coleman? 
Um, no, he's still there. Why the fuck did they drift? Oh, Kelvin Ridley's a wide receiver. I have no idea. Kelvin Ridley's a wide receiver. I thought he was a running back. Breaking news, Kelvin Ridley actually not a running back like I thought. So we're gonna cut that. I'm just gonna yeah, please cut that. Yeah, that's my entire credibility for this entire this my credibility <laughs> for this subject's been been shot. Uh, Saints over is nine and a half. Falcons over under is nine. Just just strictly off the fact that I lived and died on that hill, I'm gonna go Saints finish first, Falcons second, Panthers third, Bucks fourth, obviously. Okay. How about some over unders though? Saints nine and a half. Over uh, I'm gonna go over on the Saints and. I'm going to go under on the Falcons. Sorry, Tom. Okay. Dan, how about you? First, I'm, I'm going to take those same two same two bats over on the Saints, under on the Falcons. Okay. Um, the Saints have two of the best running backs in football, um, with Kamara and Ingram. Um, Drew Brees is still top three quarterback, obviously. He's got still got a lot of weapons. But now they're going to be uh, – he's going to, you know – have a load taken off them like he did last year with the running game that they have now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, over for them for sure. Under on the Falcons. Um, that's all I got. Okay, that wraps up the South. The South will not rise again. You didn't say here who you thought who yeah, oh. who's gonna have first and second. Oh, okay. Okay. You say, you say the Pan- if you said the Panthers, that'd be a real curveball. Well, I, I don't think step it. on your toes or anything, but. We didn't, we, didn't, we, didn't talk, we didn't talk box either. No, they stink. Fuck yeah, the box. It's a waste of time. They're at six and a half. We go, but we, we're still a betting podcast. It doesn't matter how bad it they're, under they're is. They're over-unders at six and a half. Under, 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 under. under, under, under they under, stink. Under, fuck them. Bye. See you later, fellas. <laughs> waste of everyone's time. Okay. Where do I think this is going to go? I'm thinking Saints, Panthers, Falcons, Bucks. Saints, over 10. Panthers, over 9. Falcons, under 9. Bucks, under six and a half. All right, that wraps up the South. Can I just say, Tom, if you're listening to this, we'd love to have you on the podcast to embrace debate if you feel strongly enough about it. So you just let me know. Yeah, open to invite anyone that wants to come on. We're a very fun crew. Yeah, but we don't want a stupid person who's saying the Saints aren't a good football team. Oh, Tom, you hear, you hear that? No, he's, he's, he has to come on now. He has to defend his honor. Yeah, I mean, I look forward to having Tom on next week. It's a bad week. take. Tom, to Tom, you'll Tom be on. on. We all, we all, we all, you know, eat our eat our shit once in a while by oh, yeah. dumb shit that we say. Matt thought, Matt thought Calvin Ridley was a running back. Yeah. We all had mistakes. Uh, There's yeah. a guy. No, who's the dude Ridley from the Patriots that was a running back? Stephen Ridley. Stephen Ridley. Ridley. The guy's Calvary. probably been out of the year. He's probably been out of the league for like five years. I know. I, know I had him on my fantasy team Ridley. a couple years ago. How do you do? Who gives a fuck? Okay. <laughs> Breaking news. Okay, I heard it here first. Um, now we go back to the North, the best division in football, home of the Bears. Um, We'll start with the Lions. No one cares about the Lions. Nine and seven last year. New head coach Matt Patricia. Um, they got some O line help. Drafted Carryon Johnson out of uh, Auburn. Got Legarrette Blunt, another big, strong, heavy linebacker. Really Lost good. Eric Reban. Ah, Eric Ebron. Get together. Um, nine and seven. Over under seven and a half. What are you thinking, Dan? I mean, the Lions always hover around five hundred. Yeah. They're going to be either seven and nine, eight and eight, or nine and seven. So, by process of elimination, you you have two, two of those records are over. One of them's under. I'll just I think the no, same bet is the over. Okay. Probably eight and eight. I think the North's like the most interesting division, because I think I think they're you could argue like they're the best division. Well, no, they're the second best division in football behind behind the South, unless I'm missing someone in the AFC. Um, AFC South? Just AFC, I mean, yeah. AFC South is interesting because a lot of injured people are coming back. So, yeah, I mean, you can last week's episode, you hear a lot about it. You can safely say they're the top top three division in the NFL. Mm -hmm. 
because, well, everyone's saying that the uh, Vikings and Packers are are both top ten teams, and by everyone I mean the one ESPN power rankings said they're both top ten. For the Lions, though, over seven and a half. I feel like that's... Mm, I'm going to go... I'm gonna go under because I feel like the Bears are gonna be better. They they beat they they beat the Bears. I don't think the the Bears haven't beat them in like two years or three years, right? They haven't beat them. They haven't beat them at Detroit. We beat them at home a couple times. They we haven't beat them in Detroit in a while. Um, I'm going under. First year head coach, a lot of turnover on the offense. I'm just gonna take the under because, like Dan said, they're always. Eight eight seven nine nine seven nine seven last year. They won't repeat that. So I'll just take seven and nine if I had to take one. I'm going under because the Bears got better, and I know that they played. NFC Packers North got better with Rodgers just being exactly. healthy. The NFC North plays the AFC AFC North, not uh, AFC East. AFC this year, East, and they're obviously so they got the division. Patriots. So I'm going to go under seven and a half. Okay, Vikings division champs last year, number two overall seed in the NFC, thirteen three. Added Kirk Cousins, Danny Shelton, or no, not Danny Shelton, uh, Shelton Richardson, a wide receiver from the Seahawks. Pretty damn good, which even makes their receiving core even deeper with Adam Thielen and um, Stephon, Diggs. Stephon Diggs. But they lost Case Keenum. How, what are you going to do without Case Keenum, really? Guy's a stud. Just kidding. He stinks. Um, 13-3, over-unders at 10. A solid 10. I would say push. No, uh, Actually, no, I'm wrong. Go over. Because I think 11-5 and, 11 and is still good. That defense is so good. The offense got better. Kirk Cousins, a major improvement. Just go over. Go over on the Vikings. Matt, what do you think? I think I think the uh, I think Kirk Cousins, like his roof, like the best that he could be is as good as Case Keenum was last year. So I would say they would. They're gonna. I think they will regress, but they also are gonna have Delvin Cook for a full year, assuming he stays Ooh, healthy. Yeah. So I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say they 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 might they're they're not gonna do as well as they did last year, but I think they're still gonna be over ten wins. Um, I, I I'm actually gonna um, retract my Lions overpick because I realize that if I go, I think I I'd, I'm gonna end up going all overs on the NFC North, so I gotta pick one under, <laughs> which is literally impossible. <laughs> so I'm gonna go under on the Lions. I'm gonna f- flip it, and now we're gonna go to over on the Vikings. They they just got better yeah. with adding in Kirk Cousins. You got Delvin Cook healthy. They're going to be better than last year. I don't know if they'll win the same amount of games, but they are going to be a better team. Even unit. if they regress a couple games. They're still going to be a better team. Yeah. I think they're probably, Worst case they're probably the favorite. Oh, I mean, other than the Eagles, are they're the favorite out of the NFC. Yeah. Um, Packers, that stinky team. The refs always helping us. Gas Money Bob says it. Just The refs love the Packers. 7-9 last year. Added Jimmy Graham. Maybe Khalil Mack. They're the head favorites from all the rumors. Get Khalil Mack from Oakland. Um, lost Jordy Nelson. Over-under set at 10. With Aaron Rodgers being back, adding Jimmy Graham, a competent tight end, do you think they can win 10 games, Matt? First of all, Khalil Mack's going to the Bears, so I don't know why you wrote Khalil Mack next to the Packers. Oh. The Bears are, in fact. You better. I, I have. I hope your answer. I think I know what I hope I know what your pick is. What do you think I'm going to say? I, we better have all the same pick. Uh, Packers, they have the best quarterback in the NFL right now in Aaron Rodgers. It's hard to argue that because Tom Brady, obviously, he, I would say he's the most decorated, but skill-wise, I'll, I'll take Aaron Rodgers before anybody else. Uh, I mean, they're, it's tough to say they're going to, I don't know, they, 
They could have an awful team. They're like they could have nobody else supporting Aaron Rodgers, but I think he he would just carry. Or he I don't know. It's tough. They're a tough team. They're a tough. Just say team. under. Fuck the Packers. We, that's, you that's can't have a at. bunch of Bears fans picking. That's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at here. I was gonna say all these good things about them, but at the end of the day, fuck the Packers. Under ten. I agree. Um, yeah, I'm in agreement too. I would never place a bet on the Packers that is benefiting them and towards their success. Towards their success, I will never do it. Ooh. Even if they are guaranteed a win every single time, I'm never gonna do it. I, I'm too. I'm too loyal. Breaking news: I might be at Lambo Week One. My grandpa is <laughs> a. You said? I said I might be at Lambo Week One. My grandpa is a big time Packer fan. So as a birthday present, me and be... me and my younger brother are thinking of uh, getting three tickets to Lambeau, driving up there. And oh boy, it might be loud, but I'm gonna heckle the hell out of Rogers. You oh won't hear God. me, but you'll feel it in spirit. You won't hear me. And my Nobody room- will hear me. Me and my roommate looked up ticket prices for Game One at Lambeau. It's expensive. Oh my God! But we're also thinking maybe just wait till the December. It's December sixteenth game at Soldier Field because they're like a hundred less per ticket. How much are the, are the freeze tickets? your ass off? But that's yeah. How much, Danny? What the cheapest ticket at Lambeau is about two forty. That's it. That's uh, it was, yeah. When we checked, it was more than that. What are you I broke? Mean, we, I mean, a lot of these tickets are going off at like five hundred bucks. It's tough. It's really, really bad. Who knew these Wisconsin people made that much money? Because that's all of, they fucking have. They save up for this all year. They don't go on they, vacation. They got the Brewers. <laughs> I mean, they all oh, have par- they all have part ownership in their stupid organization, but um, under on the Packers, like I said, will not place on a bet that leads to the Packers' success. Uh, fuck them. That's, that's it. Travel. Fuck Aaron Rodgers. You know, that's it. Yeah. Fuck, fuck Clay em. Matthews. Fuck fuck the whole team. That's it. So we're all at under. Fuck the Packers. Fuck Rodgers. Mike McCarthy, you're a fat slob. Um, then we get to our good old Chicago Bears. Let's wrap it up. And we only just have to talk about the overrunner. We can talk about the last preseason game if you guys want to talk about anything or just anything Bears on the table. That's what the people came for. They want to hear what we thought about our Bears. Mm. It's at six and a half. Five and eleven last year. We kind of went into this in the same episode Matt was talking about earlier. We didn't release. Um, we went over what they could possibly do. I think six and a half is an easy pick. I think seven and nine is where they're going to fall. Best case scenario, eight and eight, nine and seven. So, Seven wins, I feel, is a gimme for this team. Matt? I think seven wins is a layup. I think it's tough. I really want to buy in because it's so much fun to buy in before the season on whoever the new head coach is for the Bears because that's it's like a every two- to three-year thing we have a new coach, <laughs> and it's like, oh, Mark Tressman, QB, QB whisperer, he's going to be great. Literally the worst coach that's ever coached a, t- a football team or coached anything, really. And then the next year, I, I, I now looking back on it, why was anybody ever excited for John Fox? <laughs> Literally, why? Like, I mean, because he, he had was, a lot of success with the Broncos and Peyton Manning. We've just always been Tebow. the Bears have always been defensive minded. Like yeah. The Bears have always been defensive minded, and it's like, and now we're gonna go out and, and the try Broncos and find, had a great defense. But that's we, if, if we wanted to stick with defense, we would have stick with, stuck with Lovey Smith. That's why we got rid of him because I mean we had like the best defense in the league when he left. I don't know about that, but he was one of the top defenses in the league when we left. That's we hired Tressman because we're looking for offense, and it was clear like our defense. I mean, I, I just don't know why we were ever excited about John Fox looking back. It's obviously it's easier to say that now that he's a complete bum, but I'm trying. It's it's hard to not like, get in on the hype with the Bears, but I also don't want to like get it all in on Nagy because I've been burned 
two, two, like twice been in hurt a row too many quarterbacks. Times. You're, you're looking for love, but too many lovers have stared exactly. in the back and just stopped answering text messages. And we've literally done this with two straight coaches. We're like, oh man, it's gonna be great. He's gonna, he's gonna be different. And I want him to. Don't get me wrong, but I, I want to. I'm not gonna. I want to cool. I want to cool off a little bit on Nagy. I want to see him do some things before I really get all in on him, like I did with Trustman. Uh-huh. With that being said. Bears are winning 13 games, 13-3. and three. They're winning the North. <laughs> They're going to go to the NFC Championship game and lose to the Eagles, unfortunately. But next year, Bears Super Bowl Next year's baby-making super, season. Super yeah. So something I didn't know about the app we use is um, it kind of maxes out at an hour and stops recording without notice. So you probably wonder, why the fuck did it just stop? In the middle of a sentence, maybe. I don't know. I didn't listen through for a whole hour. So it must have randomly stopped when you were listening. That's really tough. I apologize. Maybe we'll get to it next week, whatever you're talking about. I don't know. Probably not. Maybe it's a mystery. We'll find out. But this is the end. So, yeah, I guess so. I hope you liked the show. It was, it was a good time, I think. I had a good time. I hope you did, too. Have a good week. See you next week. something I didn't know about the app we use is um, it kind of maxes out at an hour and stops recording without notice. So you probably wonder, why the fuck did it just stop? In the middle of a sentence, maybe. I don't know. I didn't listen through for a whole hour. So it must have randomly stopped when you were listening. That's really tough. I apologize. Maybe we'll get to it next week, whatever you're talking about. I don't know. Probably not. Maybe it's a mystery. We'll find out. But this is the end. So, yeah, I guess so. I hope you liked the show. It was, it was a good time, I think. I had a good time. I hope you did, too. Have a good week. See you next week.
Making penny stops while I'm flipping these birds. Sipping on Ciroc, trip them up with the words. I done popped the molly and I think it's be my third. Trip them up with the words. I just bought the molly and I think it's my third.